0: welcome into bdps over under i'm your host money matt i got my co-host parlay paul and we're going to guide you through the nfl week 10 action and what a week it's about to be we're going to start off with our best bets give you a nice long shot to play we're going to go with parlay paul's favorite segment parlays of the week and we're going to wrap it up with our bad beats from week nine we can't wait to get started and uh here we go Welcome into BDP's Best Bets. Uh, We've got all of your Week 10 action covered here. I'm your host, Money Matt. Got my co host, Parley Paul. Uh, It was an interesting week last week. Uh, How'd you do, Parley Paul?
1: Can we just give a round of applause to the Cowboys, real quick, for hanging in there with the Pittsburghs, the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, just unbelievable i I, as a cowboys fan i will chalk that up is the biggest win of the season for the cowboys so i know that wasn't my best bet i know that wasn't my long shot whatever i am just so happy that was that was my highlight of the week aside from aside from that um yeah did not did not have a very uh fun week there's not much to report you know i had bears uh, uh plus six and a half they lost by seven gotta love that uh that half a point and, you know, the Colts were my long shot and they they played just so horribly against the Ravens. Then that Sunday night game was not as not as fun as I had imagined it would be. But what about you, money, Matt?
0: Yeah, uh, not a great week here either. I uh, had the Seahawks minus three. Uh, that offense could not get it together. And that defense looks horrible and does not look like it. they're going to get better anytime soon. So not too excited about that. And that game you were just talking about, your your Cowboys uh, really screwed it up on uh, against the Steelers. Uh, Steelers are uh, one in ten, is what I was hearing uh, on the road against the spread, against with a ten point spread. I know that was a wow. hard stat there, but they are one in ten under Mike Tomlin on the road against the spread when favored by more than ten points. So. Fun fact, I should have known that. I should have known that the Steelers are going to go out there and uh, play horrible in Dallas. And uh, But yeah, it was not a fun week, but we're going to move on. And uh, we'll get you started with our best bets for week 10. And uh, I'll start us off here. I really like the Ravens minus 6.5 against the Patriots. Uh, the Ravens and the Patriots play in that Sunday night game. It's going to be a fun one. Ravens coming off a big win over the Colts. Uh, the defense held strong, and uh, they got an interception with Marcus Peters that may or may not have been an interception, but we'll move on from that. That was a great game for the Ravens, big statement game from them. Um, they haven't really looked great all year, so really good for them to be able to get back on track against a 5-2 and two Colts team. Patriots, on the other hand, almost lost to the Jets on Monday night. Uh, very, very close game had to win on a last second field goal, which you really uh don't see often when you're talking about the jets this year, so uh Patriots really not looking like a championship or contender team, and I really think the Ravens are gonna have a nice tune up game against the patriots thoughts yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, hats off to the jets for for hanging in there, I mean literally down to the last play, I mean you know for you know for those who had the jets on the money line my heart's out to you i i i really thought the jets were really going to take that one for their first one of the year but um yeah you know the patriots look lost this year they they don't look comfortable like at all this is not the same Patriots scene that we're used to seeing you know in years past and you know just like you said the ravens look to have uh, i mean i don't want to say they found it but um they've, they've been they've been playing okay you know good all year but um they looked really good though against you know the Colts who have a pretty good defense so yeah I actually love that pick I'm actually gonna have that most of my bets um I might tease that game just to be safe but for the most part yeah I actually I love the Ravens over the Patriots
0: yeah I think it'll be a good game for Lamar um the Patriots defense hasn't looked great this year either Cam Newton uh doesn't look like he's able to throw very well and that Ravens defense is ferocious and uh, it's going to be a real big test for the Patriots. So I really think the Ravens are going to be able to take one there.
1: Yeah, I'm all over that. I'm all over that. So my uh, my first best bet is going to be Packers minus 13 and a half over the Jags. And you know, no surprise here. Packers coming in at big favorites at home against the Jaguars and. You know, we're not sure who the QB of this game is going to be for the Jags. I know it's probably going to be Jake Luton, who looked actually pretty good in his debut. You know, he flashed you know those signs of talent over 300 yards, two TDs against the Texans.
0: You, some would say Texans. he was Luton pretty good. Am I right? Oh
1: God, I was waiting for something like that. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he uh, he'll be making his first away start, um, and it does not come you know, against an easy task against Aaron Rodgers, who's literally playing at the top of his game right now. I mean, Adams and Rodgers are looking better and better every week. Like their chemistry is dangerous, right? They are tearing up defenses left and right. And, you know, not only that, you know, Scantling, you know, with those two TDs the other week, I mean, you know, it looks like Rodgers is connecting with everyone right now and they rolled the Niners in their in their last game they're coming off a long week they rolled the Niners and I you know I was all over that I was all over that game I love Packers but um you know let's not forget Aaron Jones is back Aaron Jones is huge for that team and Jones is one of those guys who can run and catch some similar to Alvin Kamara I'm not calling him Alvin Kamara I'm just saying he has a similar skill set as Alvin Kamara uh, I expect the Packers to play from a sizable lead in this one, um, you know, and I, I really think Aaron Jones is going to use those skills to, you know, keep that game pretty, uh, uh, pretty, pretty wide. I, I, I think James Robinson will keep the game close, at least maybe in the first half, but I, I think Packers carry this one. Um, I like Packers minus six and a half in the first half. I like Packers minus 13.5 for the game. I like Packers, Packers, Packers all the way. What do you think?
0: You know, I think you like the Packers in this game. I don't really know about (laughs) how much you like them here. Um, I love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He had a heck of a game against the 49ers. Absolutely torched that defense. Like you said, they're coming off a long week. This is one of those games I feel like could be a trap game for the Packers. Um, You saw what they did against the Vikings in a – horrific loss against the Vikings who have been terrible this year uh, the Packers are one of those teams where you don't really know what team's going to come out they're either going to come out and absolutely torch you or they're going to come out and forget how to play so um, I really do think the Packers could easily cover this but I could also see the Packers get into a dogfight with the Jaguars and uh, Jake Luton being able to take them down to the wire so I think it'll be a really interesting game uh, but I could see the Packers easily taking this by 13 and a half
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, 13 and a half, I know it's a big spread. And normally when I see something like that, I'm like, ah, you know, that's just too many points to cover. I mean, Packers are going to win the game. We know that. It's just by how much. And I know that's two touchdowns, but I I, I really think it's possible here.
0: Yeah, it would definitely be uh, an interesting game. And hopefully uh, the Packers are able to run away with that one early in that one o'clock slate. Um, My next lock for this week, uh, my best bet, is going to be the Dolphins minus two and a half against the Chargers. Uh, Dolphins are coming off a huge win over the Cardinals. Tua looks unbelievable. I know you didn't like him in that first game against the Rams, but he really didn't have to do much in that game. His defense really carried him. The Dolphins' defense is absolutely solid. Brian Flores is a hell of a coach, probably coach of the year this year. And the Chargers, you love the Chargers. I love Justin Herbert, but the Chargers just find a way to lose every game. I was hearing a stat the other day that they've lost 38 games in the last five seasons by one possession or less 38 games in five seasons. That is unbelievable. And they did it again last week. I mean, Justin Herbert throws a perfect ball, jump ball in the corner of the end zone catches. It goes down. They call it a touchdown. They celebrate and then they come back and they lose against the Raiders. You seem like the chargers, they did it the week before against the Broncos every week the Chargers find a way to lose I see Tua and the Dolphins really having a good game here and uh, I really think they're going to be able to cover this spread pretty easily and honestly watch out for the Dolphins this year
1: yeah I mean I was just about to say the Dolphins are surprising everyone this year I mean they are playing really well I mean despite you know Fitzmagic not finishing the season as you know I would have hoped because I'm a huge fan, but you know, I get it, Tua, and you know, he's exciting, whatever. Aside from that, their defense has been unbelievable. I mean, they are really stopping, you know, powerhouse teams. And, you know, just like you said about the Chargers, man, they literally cannot win. I feel like they don't want to finish a game, they can't finish anything. I mean, I was all over the Chargers against the Broncos, you know, a couple weeks ago, and they lost, you know, in the, that last drive. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I really, I don't think I can trust the Chargers one time this year. So yeah, I'm all over that pick too. And you know, Parlay Paul likes both of Money Matt's picks, guys. I'm telling you, this is this is not this is not something that happens every week. So
0: no, getting your seal of approval really makes me feel a little more confident this week. And uh, I really like that Dolphin spread. All right, what's your last pick here? What do do you like? All right,
1: so you know, as I was just saying, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I, I am thrilled with how that game went last week. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they kept that a five point game, but you know what? I'm taking the Steelers minus seven and a half over the Bengals. Okay. Mike Tallman must be pissed with how his team played in week nine against the Dallas Cowboys. I think this team is still steaming from that almost loss. And they were seriously threatened by the Cowboys. I, I, nobody in the world saw that. You know, I know I had them in my parlay on the money line. I said that just to be safe because. Who knows when the Cowboys were going to wake up? Thank God they won. I, I or they, thank God they covered the spread. I didn't want them to start our zero nine year, but good. They're 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 one and eight. Good job, Cowboys. Anyways, back to the the Steelers. Um, yeah, I I I you know we we talked you know we hyped up we hyped up the Steelers a lot last week. Um, their defense. Okay, Joe Burrow has looked good this season. Yeah, the Bengals look like a much better team this year than last year. I mean, it, it is it is obvious. The Bengals are coming off a bye. Boyd and Higgins have been very impressive this year for the Bengals. But I do not care. They are in no shape to be a loaded Steelers team this week. I mean, Steelers only grew stronger in defense from last year, and they're shutting down offenses last year. Sorry, this year. Um, I think they're going to wake this rookie up a little bit, and I think they're going to put some pressure on him, maybe throw one or two interceptions. I mean, Steelers lead the league with 32 sacks, this year. That's insane. And Burrow has been sacked 28 times already. um You know, they also lead the league with 11 interceptions. I, I, the Steelers' defense wins this team games. And Mixon could miss another game with that foot injury. So Burrow's really going to need to step up here. And I do not see him doing that against the Steelers. While I don't expect the Steelers' offense to score 50 or something like something crazy like that this week, I think their defense is going to be more than enough for them to cover the seven and a half. I'm going to predict like a 33-17 to 17 victory for the Steelers here.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I mean, the Steelers coming off of a weird game against the Cowboys, like you said. Uh, Mike Tomlin definitely very pissed off after that game. I can't imagine he was, pretty, he was happy winning on a last play against the Cowboys this year. Um, it's going to be really interesting. You're going to have to watch Ben Roethlisberger's health throughout the week. Right. He has both knees injured, which I only thought he had one, but apparently it's both. Um, and then he also got put on the COVID list. So anything that could go wrong with Ben Roethlisberger this week has. Uh, so make sure you keep an eye on that when betting this game. Uh, but as long as Ben is healthy, I think the, covers, the Steelers should be able to cover this. Um, and it should be a pretty uh, dang good game. Like you said, Joe Burrow, unbelievable this season. But I don't think he has enough to play against that Steelers defense. All right, we're going to move on to our next segment. And it's... Long shot of the week. Long shots of the week. And last week was not a bad week for Money Matt. Um, I had the Giants over the Washington football team, and the Giants were able to pull off that win after a very, very interesting inning to that game. Uh, Parley Paul, how'd you do, and what do you got this week?
1: Yeah, last week, you know, I had the Colts, and I I really thought that they were going to take that one against the Ravens, but I was very wrong. I was very wrong and I hope to avenge myself this week with the Texans over the Browns. Um, you know we're still not sure if Baker Mayfield is going to play or not because of COVID, you know it's another thing you got to uh, look out for, but I that doesn't change my pick here at all. Uh, the, the, the Browns rely on their run game more than anything and I think they're going to get things done against the Texans. They might get Chubb back, I know we saw that, but you know he won't be at 100% and he'll be limited on snaps. Um, even then Mayfield, or whoever's throwing is going to start they're, they're going to need to pass the ball and they're going to have to match Watson because Watson will throw and he will succeed against this Browns defense and I don't see the Browns just tearing it up in the passing game uh, for week 10 um, the passing game's been disgusting for the Browns all year and losing OBJ did not make anything easier I think the Browns are going the wrong way this season I, I know they're 5-3 but You know, they only put up six points against the Raiders. And yes, I know we talked about that weather and how, you know, it was rough, but still, you put up six points against the Raiders. And then the Browns turn the ball over, you know, a ton. And they turn the ball over more than the Texans. And Texans are averaging more yards on offense, anyways. I think Vegas is looking at this game and going, okay, the Browns are five and three, Texans are two and six. Let's make the Browns favorites here. No, Surrey, I do not buy that one bit. I love this matchup for Watson. This is actually one of my favorite games of the week. I would have bet this game if Texans were minus two and a half. I think, um, you know, Watson's finding rhythm. He's averaging almost 300 passing yards a game, and the Browns are giving up just about that per game anyways. This is a smash spot for him, and he's connecting really well with Fuller and Cooks, you know, all year. I think this is going to be a a shootout. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored, but I like the Texans offense more. I think they're capable of turning things around this season. I know they're off to a rough start, but I think this is the game to do it. I know I said it earlier this year, but I think this is a great game for them to really um, turn things around. So give me the Texans straight up to win
0: here. Yeah, I do really like the Texans here. Uh, Texans over the Browns. The numbers on my side do back you up on that one. Texans are one of like the best bad teams, if that makes any sense to you. Uh, they have a really good offense when it comes to Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks. Uh, they're still looking for that number one wide receiver. They haven't been able to figure that out since DeAndre Hopkins was traded in the offseason, which will still always blow my mind that they traded him. But um, I really do like the Texans here. The Browns are one of those teams where it's one either their day or it's not their day. And uh, I don't really see them coming away with the win here. Uh, my long shot of the day is going to be the Seahawks over the Rams. It's a clash between two NFC West teams. Uh, the Seahawks have been really solid this year, but last week had a really bad game against the Bills. Uh, Jamal Adams makes a couple mistakes in the secondary. Russell Wilson makes four mistakes with two fumbles and two, and two uh, interceptions, especially one on a fourth and one on the four-yard line. Uh, really bad mistakes there for the Seahawks that they normally don't make. That defense is horrific, but Russell has normally been able to get them out of that hole, and I think he does this week against the Rams. Jared Goff, on the other hand, coming off a horrific game as well. They're coming off a bye, but if you guys remember about two weeks ago in Tua's uh, debut, he had four turnovers in the first half, I think. Is that correct? Was it the first half? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. all over that. It was the first half, and uh, he, I think he'll have a bounce-back game here as well because the Seahawks' defense... I don't think could stop anyone at this point. Uh, but I really do think that Russell will be able to carry that offense to a victory here over the Rams. And uh, I think it'll be a really fun game to watch, if anything else.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that game. I was all over the Seahawks last week. Um, that was a really rough game to watch for Seahawks betters. Um, you know, Russell Wilson does not have
0: many games like that. So that no. was really rare to see. Well, it um, seemed like they this, were still in it the whole time, too. They always uh, yeah, had a the, chance. Yeah, the
1: inti- You're right. I, I I kept thinking, like, you know, I was texting you the whole game. I was like, this one's not over. Like, it could still happen. But it seemed like every time I saw a light at the end of the tunnel, there would be, you know, a turnover or a, a three and out or, or something that would just, you know, just lose all confidence in that game. And I'm like, you know what, man, I don't know what's going on with this team because I, I thought that was just a fantastic pick on your part. But. Um, Yeah, you know what? This is going to be a really tough game for the Seahawks because, you know, like I was telling you uh, last week, it seems like the Rams just they win these games that I don't think they have a chance in and they lose these games. I think like they should definitely win. So if we're going by that logic, I think Rams actually might just win the game because I really think the Seahawks should win this one um, because I just I truly think overall they're a better team. I know they both have like, you know, some, some, some shaky, you know, and kind of uncertain pieces on their team, but you know what? I, I, I like, I like the pick. I just don't know if I'm even going to put money on it. Cause I feel like this is seriously going to be decided by a couple points.
0: Yeah. I really do think it's going to be a close game. And uh, I think it would just be a fun one to watch if nothing else. Yes. I think two of the best quarterbacks in the league right now between Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. And uh, it'll definitely be a fun one to watch. And hopefully the Seahawks are able to win that. Uh, we're going to move on to our next segment and it's parlay paul's favorite and it's parlay of the week parlays of the week uh we know this is parlay paul's favorite segment even though he hasn't had the most luck with it yet this is his week he's going to turn it around i can feel it i can feel it parlay paul this is it um, i'm going to start it off i'll let you think about it because you know you, you probably got a seven or eight or probably 12 team are coming so we'll see what happens oh, yeah. there Um, My parlay of the week is going to be I got the Saints money line over the 49ers. I got the Steelers money line over the Bengals. I got Dolphins money line over the Chargers. And my last one I'm going to throw in there is Ravens money line over the Patriots. We're moving it up to a four teamer. $20 will make 82 on that one. I think those are all pretty solid bets right there. They're all favorites this week. And uh, I really think the Dolphins are gonna be able to take down the Chargers pretty handily and pretty easily. The Chargers hate to win, so uh, they'll probably lose that one in the heartbreaking fashion per normal. Uh, the Steelers are way over like are gonna way overmatch the Bengals. Saints are taking on a depleted 49ers team. I don't even think Jimmy Garoppolo is playing in that game, uh, and they also just absolutely demolished the Buccaneers last week on Sunday Night Football, which you could. Literally put that game on replay every single day, and I'd watch it. And uh, the last one, Ravens over the Patriots. Uh, Patriots haven't looked great all year, and the Patriot and the Ravens have. So uh, all money line, and uh, I think it's going to be a pretty easy one to hit this week. What do you think?
1: What do I think? I, I'm I'm putting twenty on it right now. I mean, I, I I absolutely love the parlay. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely have that in there. Um, I'm all over it. I'm probably gonna have around like you know fifteen to twenty parlays as usual this week, but. Definitely gonna add that in there. I love it. Yeah, and it's
0: a, it's a nice and easy one too, with no 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 spread or no over right. or under, so it's very easy. You just pick a winner and hope to God they win.
1: Right. I mean, that's that's oh man, I've been hoping to God for years now, Money Matt. But uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely all over the 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 was it a four team
0: four team parlay? I upped it from last week, and uh, okay. hopefully we'll be able to hit this week. All right, what do you got going here? I know you've been thinking about it. Let's let's see yeah. what let's see what you got going this week.
1: You know, I, I've been thinking about it. I really, I really keep telling myself I want to do something safe. You know, I, I just, I want to hit one. Just, yeah, I have to live up to my name one of these weeks, because I plan on hitting more than one. So I gotta get that first one out of the way. And I know I really hyped that parlay up last week for you guys. And to be honest, I, I really didn't miss by that much. Like the, I teased the Colts, and they just laid an egg against the uh, Ravens, and then. I'm about to trash Tom Brady in a second. We'll just, you know, we'll get to that. Just, just, you know, stay on the show. But, um, uh, I realize how hard it is to hit seven teamers, and that's why I like to do like some teasers in there. Um, but I made this one so safe this week. You're definitely going to put twenty bucks on it, or else you're just going to Venmo me twenty bucks for not doing it. So, here we go. You're going to have full confidence in this money, Matt. Okay. Here we go. We'll five see. team parlay. Now five start team. Off with
0: can't lose my team
1: safest one out there we got the i'm gonna tease the texans plus seven and a half over the browns okay like i said i really think they're just gonna win straight up but like i said i'm making this really really safe tease texans plus seven and a half over the browns tease packers minus ten and a half over the jags we're gonna tease the steelers minus four and a half over the Bengals. and then just like you i'm gonna throw in the saints money line over the niners in the Ravens' money line over the Patriots. That's $20 to pay 122 This has to be the easiest $100 bucks i am going to make all season. I don't see it losing. I really, really don't see this one losing. I'm going to put more than 20 I really hope you put 20 on it. But, man, this is it. If there's a time to turn it around and live up to my name, it's going to be
0: Week 10,
1: Parlay Paul's Parlay. This is the one. If you don't bet it, I... I'm going to be very mad at you, Money man.
0: Yeah, I actually really do like the parlay this week. Um, all of those teams are favored in the algorithm. Um, I think the Packers-Jags game is the only one I'm a little bit worried about uh, just because you just don't know what you're going to get in the Packers. Uh, but for the rest of the games, I really do think you have a good chance of hitting them. I really do like that Texans pick. Uh, obviously, I'm a Saints fan, so I absolutely love the Saints pick. Uh, I absolutely, after they... Just demolished the Bucks last week. I'm all over the Saints again. Um, yeah, I really think it's a great one. And especially with the teasing, I really think that helps a lot whenever you're doing long parlays, especially a five-leg parlay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in favor of it. I'm in favor of it.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're always looking out for Parlay Paul, trying to make him a happy camper this week. And uh, hopefully you guys are able to get those parlays in. Remember, this is Thursday. So make sure you guys are checking COVID, checking injuries, checking all of those things Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, weather, all of those affect teams, especially when you have quarterbacks that like to play in the dome. You have quarterbacks that don't like the cold. Just make sure you guys are checking those things because those are very important factors whenever making your bets. All right, we're going to move on to our last segment, and uh, it's one you guys all like to hear, and it's... Bad beats of the week. Bad beats of the week, and uh, week nine was definitely an interesting one. A lot of teams were upset or had a lot closer games than expected. So, uh, bad beats were all over the place last week. And uh, Parlay Paul, let's hear what you had last week. What was your bad beat? Bad beat of the week?
1: Yeah. So after after uh, you know the morning games, or I guess the afternoon games, depending on where you live. Um, after after those earlier ones. You know, I thought for sure it's going to be the Bears because, you know, I had them plus six and a half and they lost by seven. I was like, man, that is just, that is a rough one. And then I watched the Sunday night game and then I I saw Tom Brady. I saw the GOAT. Tom Brady. With perhaps one of his worst games of his career, Tom Brady blew a perfectly good chance for us to hit that over 50 the saints bucks game i mean i was so excited money matt to watch this game i mean it was 31 at halftime 31 points at halftime and the bucks were still playing horrible here i am thinking man there is just this is the perfect chance for this dynamite of an offense in the bucks to just pass you know score 20 points just score 20 points and let me hit my damn over no it took 22 points in this game for the Bucs to even get a first down. Brady throws two interceptions in the first half, and they're down by 31. I mean, it was so lined up for Brady. There shouldn't be any problem, but no. The rushing game was non-existent. There were five rushing attempts for a total of eight yards in this game for the Bucs. Tom Brady did not look comfortable one bit. He could not throw any long balls this game. I mean, he, he's lucky he didn't get picked more. I mean, he looked, he looked so bad. The Bucks had first and goal at the one, and they went 0 for 4 and turned the ball over on downs. I swear I almost had a heart attack when Gronk dropped that ball in the end zone. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it was, like, the easiest of the easiest catches, but, man, that was a catchable ball. But even with Gronk dropping that ball, you're at the one-yard line on first down, and you can't get anything? I mean, if you told me at the end of the game the Saints were going to score 38 points and this game was not going to go over without me watching, I'd be like you're insane. I'd laugh. Like there's just there's no it makes no sense. You're telling me that the that the Bucks are going to score 3 points in this exciting Sunday night thriller? I mean, unbelievable. I mean, give me the Cowboys instead. <laughs> Worst beat of the season for me. Worst beat
0: Yeah, that one was uh, definitely very, very fun to watch. On my point of view, Um, I'm gonna have to say, who dat? Uh, Who dat? Say they're gonna beat them Saints because it definitely wasn't the Bucks last week. Uh, The Saints were solid per usual. I mean, they are, you know, they are a Super Bowl contender as always. Uh, But yeah, that was definitely rough. I mean, whenever the Saints had 31 points in the first half, we were texting. I mean, Jared Cook fumbling on the one yard line was definitely a rough point for you. Then Jared Cook not catching a first down ball, which led to a field goal by the Saints as well. Um, definitely a rough game to bet the over there where you get 31 points in the first half and then you get nothing from the other team. I mean, the Bucks looked absolutely horrific. Uh, Tom Brady didn't, know, didn't even know he was on the field most of the time. Drew Brees had an excellent game. Um, very excited to watch that game as a Saints fan, but if you're betting the over in that game, uh, definitely one of those heartbreaking ones where you get 31 points and you think you got it, but turns out to uh, not go your way. Um, my bad beat last week, I was all over the Steelers. I mean, all over the Steelers last week. I was saying, you know, wave those terrible towels. You guys go he- heavy this game, 13 and a half. Easy, easy cover for the Steelers. They decided they didn't want to play. Uh, They decided they were playing the Cowboys, and they forgot how to play. Uh, They looked absolutely horrific. Big Ben didn't look like he knew how to throw a football in the first half uh, until he got injured and then started playing better, actually, after he got injured, which was really weird. Uh, The Steelers' defense gave zero effort in practice, I guess, this week because they looked awful as well. I mean, they looked like they didn't even get off the plane in that first half. Uh, They almost lost on a last-second touchdown, which is just super weird to say with the Cowboys this year because I actually don't even know the quarterback's name uh to be real honest with you. So yeah, definitely a rough one when you bet the Steelers minus thirteen and a half and you have it in your parlays. Um definitely was my uh fault with that one. But uh Steelers just really rough uh this week and uh was not excited to bet them again this week, but I might have to go with them again against the Bengals. Um parlay Paul, you have any last words for our viewers? I know you like to end it with a shout out. What do you got here?
1: Okay well First off, I would just like to say how funny is that, that my favorite team is involved in your bad beat and your favorite team is involved in mine. I mean, I think that just describes our relationship perfect. I mean, we're always just pissing each other off. So I I just I just think that was definitely worth mentioning. Definitely poetic justice there. Definitely poetic justice. Um, Last words. I mean, guys, I'll say it again. Play the parlay. If this one doesn't hit, I'll stop saying it. This'll be the last week that I'll use that as my like, you know, farewell line. But this one's gonna hit and once it hits, I- I'm gonna continue saying it. We're gonna roll along with the you know, little phrase that I have here. Play the parlay. Parlay Paul's stamp of approval. This is the one. If it doesn't hit, I'll shut up at the end of the show. I might just you know, go quiet until I hit one. But play this parlay, it's gonna hit. I am very excited about this one money. Matt's going to put 20 on it. I'm going to put more than 20 on it. Doesn't
0: matter. Don't even ask. Just play the parlay. Well, parlay Paul, we're hoping you roar back like tiger did in the masters last year. And uh, if you guys are watching, make sure you guys have some masters on this weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. We got football, we got the masters and uh, make sure you guys check the weather, check the injuries, check all of that fun stuff before Sunday. This is recorded on Thursday and uh, we'll see you guys next week.